Surprise, we're back. Uh, welcome to the uh, off day, pre-opening uh, day podcast, SotoMojo.com. Uh, we just to break the fourth wall here. We just finished our uh, our weekly podcast that clocked in at a uh, a cool uh, seventy five minutes. Uh, you guys should definitely check that out. Uh, Hawk Blogger uh, stopped by. We talked a little bit of Seahawks. We talked a little bit of. Uh, of Mariners. And then we spent a lot of time talking about, uh, uh, community, uh, togetherness around sports. So, uh, it was a really interesting, uh, listen, and I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, but now, uh, we are going, going to talk, uh, Seattle Mariners opening day and really the entire season, uh, with some quick predictions. And, uh, you know, I have been talking for almost a minute and I didn't even mention that, uh, this is Colby Patnode with Ty Gonzalez. So, uh, <laughs> As as always, it took me fifty eight <laughs> seconds to get that out. So, uh, anyways, uh, I'm tempted to uh, re-record this, but you know what? Let's let's just roll with it. Let's just roll with it. Yeah, sure. Why not? This is, yeah, we're, this is like we're, the this is like the after show where we're not like well put together or anything. So just you know, excuse us, guys. Please, we should, <laughs> we should make this a private link and then make it like a rated R show because. Uh, <laughs> I mean, after all the, the lovey-dovey we just did on the uh, on the weekly podcast, I feel like I need to drop some F-bombs or something. Uh, so. I always feel like I need to. I always have to hold myself back. <laughs> so, of course, we're here to talk about the newest posters for Avengers Endgame. Um, in case you got- sure, Shuri got dusted? What? I mean, I think we already knew that, right? Because her picture was up there with uh, when, when uh, Banner's looking at all the deceased and... Uh, yeah, like right. obviously we knew we knew that uh, Scott Lang Ant Man, he was just unaccounted for, so they assumed that he died. But uh, he's in the quantum realm, um, <laughs> which we all know is going to play a major role in game. And like tw- like fifty percent of our listeners are like, what? <laughs> hey, if you don't like Avengers, then you can get the hell off of our podcast. How about that? Go listen to something else, man. We so, never said it was just. Someone- some of our more casual listeners probably think the quantum realm is like a new, like advanced analytic for. <laughs> yeah. It has to do with making yourself really small so that the strike zone shrinks too. Um, so basically out Jose Altuve. Right. So be on the lookout for a roving army of Altuve's in the Mariners lineup in 2021. Um, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but anyways, what we are actually here to do is make some, uh, predictions on the Mariners and Major League Baseball in general. Um, so I guess we'll. Uh, that was that was literally three minutes of nonsense right there. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to keep on plowing through because, like I said, we just got done with a recording session. So uh, so uh, we're we're uh, we're scrambling here. This is a scramble drill, and it is not going well. I am not Russell Wilson, that's for sure. <laughs> So anyway, you're like, you're like Seneca Wallace. <laughs> yeah. So Ty, why don't you talk for a while? Because I have no idea what I'm saying right now. All right, man, we got to cut this fucking thing off. Like, let's just, let's just redo this. No, nah, I'm keeping it. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm keeping this. Are you we'll tack, serious? We'll, we'll tack this on at the end, like a, a bonus, like, okay. All right. All right. So, All right. uh, <laughs> Let me just get to the four minute mark and then I'll reset. Okay. It's easier for Jesus me to remember Christ. where to cut. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, one.
when you try me with a mediocre question, that's the result you're going to get. <laughs> uh, starting left fielder. Uh, Ichiro. No! God, please, no! No! There is some potential there if he would just, I don't know, use his brain. Um, <laughs> because, especially, I mean, come on, man. Jerry Depoto's the GM. Who the hell knows? out my window and this FedEx driver just hit a tree. You are no gentleman. And neither are you. Hey guys, we're back uh, with a surprise episode of the Soto Mojo podcast. I'm Colby Patnode and I'm joined as always by Ty Gonzalez. And uh, boy, if you guys could only know what we just went through the last five minutes. Um, actually, <laughs> you can. Uh, click at the end or just scroll to the end of the episode if you want to hear how... Uh, I don't know, the worst five minutes of podcasting I've ever done in my life. Uh, <laughs> it's about three minutes, so scroll to the end. Uh, but anyways, we are actually here to talk uh, Mariners opening day, uh, which starts tomorrow. But in a more general sense, we are actually going to talk about uh, handing out some predictions and some awards, both for the Mariners and Major League Baseball in general. So, Ty, before I go off on another tangent, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, Colby. Uh, it took you, uh, I believe, uh, two minutes to to ask how I was doing or to even just mention that you and I were on this podcast on our last recording. So uh, we're doing better than uh, <laughs> than we were on on the last try. So uh, yeah, uh, ready to get these predictions uh, out of the way and um, just uh, you know look forward to opening day and the rest of the MLB season. Awesome. So uh, let's start with the big prediction. Um, who dies at the end of Endgame? Go. No. Uh... That, that, <laughs> that is actually a, a bit from our three minute of disasterness that uh, will be at the end of the podcast. So let's let's actually dive into Mariner specific awards and then we'll kind of morph into the MLB's, uh, MLB as a whole awards. And let's start with just the simple right off the top of the head. Who's the Seattle Mariners MVP going to be in 2019? Hmm. Felix Hernandez. No. Uh... <laughs> now, we have to, now we have to restart again. I just <laughs> seriously, dude. <laughs> and who's the MVP going to be? All right. Um, I'm going to go with uh, a pretty boring answer. Mitch Hanniger. Mitch Hanniger is clearly the best player on the Mariners. He's going to be the MVP of the Mariners. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Uh, dark horse candidate is uh, Domingo Santana. I'll say. So. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's a good one. Um, Malik Smith is kind of another one that that could sneak in there. Um, also, you know, Tim Beckham because clearly Tim Beckham is uh, you know after two games, Tim Beckham is the uh, best player in baseball. So he's <laughs> got like a three thirty WRC plus. So yeah, yeah. MVP baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we both agree Mitch Haniger is uh, is going to be the MVP um, for the Mariners in 2019. So now let's shift to probably a more interesting or uh, at least debate-worthy topic. Who's the Mariners Cy Young Award winner going to be? Felix Hernandez. Okay. <laughs> See, I screwed up the last 
you're screwing up this one so <laughs> well i mean come on you know all right so <laughs> let's uh I'll, I'll i'll be serious now uh i'm gonna say you say kikuchi actually i'm not gonna go with marco i'm not gonna i really you know mike leak and wade leblanc are kind of in just like a meh realm so <laughs> uh yeah I, i'm gonna go with kikuchi uh, just not to be boring. Um, I really like what I saw from uh, from Kikuchi this spring and and what he did in his first start. Uh, obviously, he's not going to get um, a huge amount of innings this year with uh, how they're going to limit uh, limit him and everything. But uh, I think if you see uh, real progress from him, I, 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 that's going to be that's going to be huge going into next season and and really. Um, uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to 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 say this. It'll be the most impactful uh, season that any pitcher can have on this current rotation, I believe. Nice. Um, so for my Cy Young Award winner, I'm going to go with Ichiro uh, coming out of the bullpen. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I I can make jokes too. Uh, in all in all seriousness, I'm going to go off the board here. I'm going to go with somebody who's not even in the rotation right now. I'm going to take Justice Sheffield. Yeah. So, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Mr. Felix Hernandez. All right. All right. right. So, uh, I guess, let's see. Do you want to do uh, Rookie of the Year next, or do you want to do Reliever of the Year? Let's do Reliever of the Year. All right. Reliever of the Year, Ty. Who's it going to be? Don't say Ichiro. I'm going to be serious now, all right? Give me a break. (laughs) I'm going to go with Matt Festa. I really liked what I I really liked what I saw out of Matt Festa uh, the other night in Japan, and I'm also just a really big fan of his. I I I think he's a um, strong candidate to be either long relief or a high leverage guy. Not really a closer, but you know maybe a seventh eighth inning type of guy setup man. Um, and uh, if he uh, if, if he's big this year, the, the Mariners really uh, one thing that we've kind of overlooked though is if the Mariners can get a couple of really strong young relievers to carry into next year and beyond that would be really nice to have uh, a great luxury to have so if, uh, <clears throat> i really like festa to be one of those guys and uh i think he could have a, a, a really big year i think he has the tools to to uh, be a strong force out of that bullpen it's an interesting answer um the mariners seem to kind of want him to be their chris davinsky um, yeah. I, I still think he should be a starter. I think they should send him down. Um, it's because I don't know if he's got necessarily the raw stuff to be a high leverage reliever, but they really seem to want him to be Davinsky. Um, and if he is, or if he's close to that, then that's, you know, job well done on Jerry DePoto's part because, uh, that's valuable. Um, I like that answer. That's a good answer. Um, I think I'll probably go boring and I'll go with Hunter Strickland. Um, mm-hmm. He, he's going to blow some saves. Uh, he's certainly not Edwin Diaz. Um, but based on the two games we've seen him, he looks really good. Um, you know, the slider seems to... Ha- His velocity's be- up. Yep, he seems to be throwing more sliders than he was last year. Um, and also, you know, he. I think people overlook the fact that Hunter Strickland's a good, solid reliever um, who basically was released by the Giants because he got hurt last year. Uh, self-inflicted injuries, by the way. Yet uh, the brick wall remains undefeated against the uh, the bare hand. But uh, yeah, I, I I think Strickland is on a really good team. Like if 
Hunter Strickland was in the Red Sox bullpen. Isn't he in contention to close? Like, yeah. I mean, because the Red Sox bullpen isn't great. Um, the rest of their team is, but not their bullpen. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hunter Strickland as. Do they still call it the Roll Age Relief Man of the Year, or is it? I believe uh, I believe that's what Diaz won. That is the worst award name ever. But yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Hunter Strickland there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's that's it's it's a boring pick, quote unquote. But it's it's um, one that some probably actually wouldn't expect. Um, Hunter Strickland's kind of been that guy that's really flown under the radar this offseason for the Mariners, and um, yeah, I was. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but I wrote a couple of articles clamoring for him to be signed by the Mariners yeah. uh, before he was, and uh, I, I, I'm ecstatic that he's a part of this team. Uh, either if you know if that uh, if he's going to be a member of the team past 2019, or if he's uh, going to be uh, you know as a, or used as a trade chip at some point this year, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, he's still got. Uh, I think this is his R one year, so. Uh, the Mariners still hold his rights for 2019, 2020, and 2021. Um, so if they if they see him as part of their future, probably not as the closer, uh, but if they think he can be a seventh, eighth inning guy, then they might not trade him in July, um, especially if the offers aren't aren't uh, to Jerry's liking. They don't have to trade him uh, mm-hmm. at all. So um, I guess let's bounce over to uh, rookie of the year. Right. Um, you know, this one's really interesting. Um, yeah. you know, you already mentioned Justice Sheffield. Um, well, I feel like he's also... probably the favorite, right? Yeah, he's probably the favorite. Are we going to count J.P. Crawford? I I don't think MLB will, but if if, if you want to, that's fine. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I it... mean, obviously he's he's graduated from prospect status. But he still had such such limited time in uh, in the MLB that I will still consider him a rookie. Um, I don't I don't know if I'm going to pick him just yet. Uh, but you think by the of, way, you know, uh, shame on us for not mentioning Yusei Kikuchi as the favorite. <laughs> right. Technically yeah, a rookie. Yeah, I've, yeah. You know, so you have Kikuchi, you have Sheffield, you have Crawford, you have um, you know potentially Kyle Lewis could be up. August, September-ish. Um, that's not really enough to, to get, you know, uh, rookie of the year time. But still, that's really interesting. And also with Dark Horse, Dylan Moore, uh, who had a really nice play at shortstop. I don't know if you saw that last yep. night. Yep, but that was, was awesome. That was, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, and I'm very high on Dylan Moore. I, at the end of the day, I think I will go with, um, with well, obviously the boring answer is Kikuchi. I'm not going to go with Kikuchi because I already went with him for Cy Young which I know kind of doesn't make any sense, but whatever. <laughs> I make up my own rules. It's my podcast. So <laughs> I'm going to go whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, our podcast. This is a podcast. we thing. All right. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> there's no I in team. I uh, all that. All right. So we, uh, but there's two in well, martini. I... <laughs> Sorry. I was watching friends the other day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm all <laughs> Who's your rookie of the year, Ty? Spit it out. I'm I'm going with JP Crawford. Nice. Just just because I, I'm doing I'm mainly doing it to uh, to spite Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Nathan on our staff is not the biggest uh, JP Crawford fan. 
Uh, and he doesn't dislike him the way I quote unquote dislike Daniel Vogelbach, um, which I don't, by the way. I just like making Colton. Uh, I don't think Colton gets mad. Uh, I just like like poking him with a stick for some reason. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, so it would stand to reason that if I pick Justice Sheffield to be the Cy Young, I should probably pick him to be the uh, the rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. But this is our podcast, so we make the rules. So I don't have to do that. And I am going to take Daniel Vogelbach. Boom. What now, Colton? What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, wow. I am Daniel Vogelbach's biggest fan now. So take that. <laughs> Cornelius Daniel is Cor- coming to the dark side. Cornelius. Also, Daniel guys. Cor- yeah. Can we start? Can we try to start that like as a thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because one of one of Colton Swan Colton Swanson, he's been a writer. Um pretty consistently for us for like a couple years now uh he's the he's the daniel vogelback lover of the uh not i mean we all like vogelback but he he loves him um he's he's that guy in our group uh and he is on some kind of weird mission to determine daniel vogelback's middle name and we've just decided that it's going to be cornelius whether he likes it or not so yeah let's make that a thing huh yeah, yeah. Daniel, yeah. Daniel Cornelius Volgaback. Yeah, Daniel Cornelius Volgaback is now his full name, uh, yeah. officially. So it's legal. Uh, it's legal. Yeah, le- yeah, we've we've made it legal. Yep. I will make it legal. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Uh, yeah. yeah. In, in all honesty, I think Volgaback, if he can get 500 plate appearances, um, which I don't know, might be a bit of a stretch, but there's a way for the Mariners to get. Bruce and Encarnacion and Vogel back enough at bats. Um, and really out of those three, the most important person to give at bats to is Daniel Vogel back. Um, I think if he gets 500 at bats, he's probably going to hit 250, 260. He's probably going to have a 330, 340 on base percentage. And I think he could hit, you know, 25 home runs. Uh, depending on how everybody does around him, I think he could get 80 RBI. That, that's a really solid season for uh, for a rookie. So I, I think that's possible. Um, although I now that I say I don't know if Vogelback is technically a rookie, <laughs> it's kind of the J.P. Crawford thing. But we uh, make up our own rules, so so yeah, I'm, I'll go Vogelback. Yep. Cool. Um, all right, bold prediction. Uh, do you want to do platinum glove first? Oh, platinum glove. Okay, yeah, let's Which do that. Which one Mariner is going to have the best defensive season, basically? Ryan Healy. No. Uh, Dude, we were I... on such a nice roll. And then you just... <laughs> Man. I'm going to go with... Hmm. This is actually a tough decision yep. because the Mariners have a pretty terrible defense. Uh... But had he, had he not gotten hurt, wouldn't Kyle Seeger actually be, like, the most obvious choice for this? Yeah. I'm going to go with D Gordon. D Gordon's won a gold glove at second base before mm-hmm. he can do it again. I sure. believe in him. And I'm going to go Daniel Fogel back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, and I'll see. I'm going to go with Omar Narvaez. Okay. No. Really? Uh, no, no, <laughs> I, not, I mean, okay. Narvaez is making some progress, but uh, I'm, I'm not stupid. No comments <laughs> from you. Uh, I, I'll just play it. I'll play it safe. I'll go with Mitch Haniger. Um, I, I think his defense is a little underrated. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was it was really rare. He, there was a double that got over his head yesterday, and he didn't. I don't know if he didn't see it well or if it carried, but it was just it was striking how rare it was to not see him catch that ball. Um, 
And I, I, I think honestly he, thought he was in decent enough position. I think he just missed it. Like, yeah, like just missed catching it. Yeah. yeah it, but that's so like rare that we see that from him that it was noteworthy. Whereas in the past, really that gap between each year on Hanniger, like off the bat, you're like, Oh yeah, that's a double. Like, I mean, that's, so I don't know. I feel like I feel like Hanniger's defense is a little bit underrated, um, partly because it's just right field. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think Hanniger's probably the best all-around player, so it would make sense that he has the best glove. Um, so I'll go there. But I, I do like the D. Gordon call. Um, and really, honestly, I think those are really the only two options. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Malik's will probably be okay in center. I don't think he's going to be great. Do you? No, not really. I yeah, think it'll so, be passable and serviceable. Yeah. So I, I would say it's D Gordon. Um, yeah, I would say D Gordon and uh, Mitch Haniger are the strong favorite. And uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll throw in a Yusei Kikuchi from the mound. Maybe he can. Uh, he made a nice athletic. Well, it didn't look all that athletic, but he made the play <laughs> in his debut. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's a possibility. Yeah, so, Marco, Marco Gonzalez honestly yeah, seems like someone athlete. that. It seems like one of those pitchers that could just win uh, a gold glove at pitcher. That's all. That's always been kind of a weird award to me, the pitcher gold glove. Well, I mean, you just change the name to the Greg Maddox Award, and you're there. Yeah. Dallas Keuchel in the American League. Um, yep. Yeah, that is kind of one of those weird. It's like they give away a silver slugger for pitchers in the National League. Like, right? Really? <laughs> okay. Whatever. Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh, next you had uh, bold predictions, right? Yeah. All right, go for so, it. So, um, this is kind of piggybacking off of yours. This is why I thought of it. Daniel Vogelbach's going to hit 25-plus home runs this year. I thought we were supposed to be bold. Well, that's that's fairly uh, bold. Consider- yeah, that's that's pretty bold, yeah. Play, playing time-wise, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I guess I will say, because we're going bold, Malik Smith and D Gordon combined to steal 100 bases. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's bold right there. Although, <laughs> you think about it, like before he came to Seattle, D had like 60, right? Right. Yep. Malik Smith last year had 40. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it really depends on whether or not Malik and D can get on base enough to do that. Um, yeah. But I don't know. This seems like a good year to just kind of let him like, you know, hey, go go try and steal 70. What do I care? Um, you know, right. so maybe. I, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, we said bold. Oh, uh, I have another one. Oh, have okay. Another bold prediction. Will Myers will be a Mariner Ooh. by the end of the year. Interesting. Yeah. How, do you, how are they going to offset that salary-wise? I have no year. idea. I'm just, that's my bold prediction. I'm leaving it there. I have nothing to back that up. <laughs> Oh, I'm okay. just, I'm, I'm just gonna drop that and just leave. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, no, I, I've... all right. To, 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 to actually, uh, I do have one reason behind it. There was the reported interest right. between between the Mariners and, and the Padres. Well, I'm not sure how much of an interest there was from the Mariners side of it, but with the Gene Segura talks, I still feel like the the Padres will look to to dump Myers's contract at some point. And I think that's a uh, solid young name to to take a chance on, if the Padres are willing to take some money off. Yeah, they got to eat some of that because I think but after I this just, year, I just feel like he's just destined to be a Mariner at some point. And why not this year? 
Yeah. The Padres, the, the, if the Padres are, are hot this year, they could be going for it. And that could be one of the names that they, they drop off to to acquire someone big. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess, like, salary-wise, like, if they took, uh, obviously, Encarnacion won't work. They have Hosmer. But what if they took, like, Mike Leak and Swarzak or something to kind of mm-hmm. help offset the salary? And then they also ate a little bit? Because I think after this year... I can't remember if it's three or four years left on his deal at twenty million each. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's three, but I'm not at one hundred percent sure on that. Well, because um, I think this year he's only making three million or something like that. Right. I don't think yeah, that's twenty million. It kicks yeah. in next year and then it's consistent for I think three or four years. So that's that's a hefty investment uh without some kind of trade off. But uh yeah, I don't know. I, I could totally see Jerry like, oh, you know, I'll try and buy low a little bit and um I mean I don't Will Myers is pretty terrible defensively everywhere so yeah. um but yeah i mean yeah i i wouldn't be shocked uh i don't think it's the best fit in the world but it's i mean can you really ever be shocked if jerry trades for anybody yeah. i mean Not really yeah. aside from mike trout um which brings me to my bold no i'm joking uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways um Now, I was trying to decide if this was the place for my uh, Jerry DePoto is the reason the Angels haven't been good under Mike Trout segue, but it, <laughs> it's it's not. I think we'll probably just save that for later. Um, so those are the bold predictions. Uh, let's get a, a win-loss prediction. We more or less did this with Hawkwater on yesterday's podcast. Uh, so uh, what, what do you think? What's the final record for the Mariners going to be? And don't 80. say 162-0. I will, I will punch you in the face. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with 83 and 79. Um, nice. I think okay. I think they are decent enough to be uh, above 500, and that's about it. Um, I think they'll they'll have a month or two where they get pretty hot. Maybe late in the season, once uh, some of the more you know bigger call ups uh, happen. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, as, as as we saw against Oakland, they are a team that can find ways to win, and um, and that's kind of been the the idea uh, that I've had about them for a while. And um, just looking at the numbers and everything. Um, and I think that will continue. I don't know if they'll be amazing, but I think they're an average to slightly above average team in ways. Right. I, it certainly seems like they're going to be able to score runs. Um, yeah. Like I said, the pitching, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but I, I think the starting staff is okay as is uh we'll see if uh, sheffield comes up that might actually make it better um as well uh you know in terms of record i i don't know i think they're gonna be around 500 um it depends obviously like who they trade and when they trade them um because i i we have to suspect that edwin encarnacion will not end the year in a mariners uniform uh i although i will say I do think that it's a good possibility that Jay Bruce does. Um, and I think it's also a pretty good possibility that Tim Beckham does. And those are two guys that you would think would be trade bait, but I don't, I think, I think they see enough upside in Beckham to me. And I don't know if they're going to get like really in a significant enough return to, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I think maybe it's possible they stay, but overall I'm going to go just assuming that the normal amount of trades happen. 
uh, with the call-ups, a young team. The American League is down uh, still. Uh, I'm going to go 79 and 83. Like okay. I, I, I think 81 so the and 8, yeah. I think 81 and 81 is like too easy. But I think that's about what they are. I think they're a 500 team um, with a lot of young talent that's going to come up. At the, we're going to get to see a lot of it at the end of the year. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Like it's been my my pretty consistent stance that the Mariners are going to be relevant in the wild card hunt, albeit barely into like the draft. So that's early June. So I've been pretty consistent with that. I think they'll be, they might be three or four teams back of the second wild card. Um, but they'll probably be like six games back, which technically wouldn't put them out of it, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they'll be fringe contenders, but we all really know that they, they're really not. They're at least a year away from that. So, um, right. yeah, so I 78 to 81 wins somewhere in there, I think is a fair, and then if everything goes right and you catch a little upside and the young guys are better than you thought, then yeah, 83, 84 is totally reasonable. For sure. All right. So unless I'm forgetting a, a an award to hand out to a Mariner, um, I guess we'll just jump over to the uh, MLB awards. Uh, so let's we'll, we'll do awards now, and then after awards we'll do uh, playoff teams and World Series picks. So... Let's sure. start with uh, American League MVP. Hmm. I want to say Mike Trout because let's just, you know. Really say that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the guy. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt Chapman, though. Ooh. Nice. I really like Matt Chapman. Defensively, he's he's improved a lot offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big Matt Chapman fan. So I'm going to go with him. Nice. Um, hmm. I mean, I feel like Mookie and Trout, like they're the obvious ones. Jose Ramirez, we'll have to wait and see how that injury goes um, for him. Uh, Francisco Lindor, maybe, depending on if he can come back or not. But I think I'm also going to stay in the American League West. I think I'm going to pick Alex Bregman to be the MVP. That's um, a good one, too. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of Bregman and his game. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take Bregman. I think he was really good last year. I still think he has another, uh, another step or two he can make. And I think he takes it. So I'll go with Bregman this year. Sure. So let's, uh, let's shift over to the national league MVP who you got. Hmm. Um, that's a, that's a tough one. Uh, man, um, I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to defer this one to you real quick and think about it, if that's okay, if you have one in mind. Um, yeah, I think, you know, kind of the obvious candidates are, uh, you know, I'm sure Bryce Harper's name will be thrown out there. Uh, Max Scherzer is a possibility, even though he's a pitcher. Um, <clears throat> I think... Uh, Obviously, Christian Yelich won it last year. Lorenzo Cain was in the discussion. Um, I don't. It's it's really tough because a lot of teams are going to compete in the National League this year. Uh, so there's potential for a lot of teams to have really good records, <clears throat> um, and that doesn't really matter to me as an MVP voter, which I'm not. But to current MVP, MVP voters, usually does. So I think I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Nolan Arenado 
uh, of the Rockies. And the other name I gave like real thought to just now was Cody Bellinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I'll, I'll go with Arenado of the Rockies. All right. I, uh, I also have two names that I'm, that I'm debating between uh, Ronald Acuna, of course, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Juan Soto. Um, Young guys. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, typically you see that trend too with these young guys that that come up and they they win rookie of the year or they or they make some sort of big splash um, in their first year and then come back strong with uh, with an MVP like season. So that's kind of what I'm looking for there, um, just with the trend of it. Um, you know, obviously Arenado is a great pick. I probably would have picked Arenado if you hadn't. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Juan Soto. Bryce Harper is no longer there. Um, they're also going to get uh, Robles, uh, or Robles, however you pronounce his last name. He's going to be in that outfield as well. But Juan Soto is going to kind of become the face of that offense. And mm-hmm. um, and I, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see what he what he does this year. And if and if he's as as good as he was when he came up last year, I, I think there's there's I, I think there's no question he could win MVP. Yeah, uh, he definitely has that upside. Uh, American League Cy Young. Ooh, that's a that's a really good one. Um, man, uh, you you know it it could be anyone from the from the Red Sox rotation, really. Uh, if you think about it, um, you know Houston still got Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander. Um, man, uh, you know obviously Yankees with Paxson, Severino, even though Severino's hurt, uh, Blake Snell, uh, and Tampa. The Angels man. with Trevor Cahill. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and and you've ruined it again. <laughs> well, I just uh, you know it's Jerry's fault that they had to sign Trevor Cahill instead of you know a good starter, but you know, uh, stupid Jerry. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Nathan Avaldi. I really like I really like what he did last year. I think he continues. Um, he's just he's one of those guys that just seems like he's figured it out towards the the latter half of his career. Um, even though he's still relatively young, he's 29, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, he feels like he's been in the league forever, though. Um, but yeah, he's a he's a he. I think he's on the right track, and I think he could uh, make a huge impact for for that for that rotation this year. Sure. Um, like you mentioned, there's a lot of good options. Um, uh I think like one of the guys that you didn't mention, uh Trevor Bauer or uh, Corey Kluber. Um they're both really good. Um you know, I Blake Snell is probably my favorite Mar- non-Mariner uh pitcher right now. Uh, and I don't really love any of the Mariners, but so Blake Snell's probably my favorite pitcher in baseball right now. Um, uh, future Mariner, by the way, as soon as his uh, current <laughs> contract's out, book For it. Sure. Um, <laughs> I guess I already said book it, it's gonna happen. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so, uh, well, he's definitely not staying in Tampa. Uh, I think what yeah. I'm gonna do though is I'm going to take Chris, uh, Chris Sale. So, uh, yeah, same rotation, cool. different guy. Um, you just you know, he's gonna be really good. He, I mean, there's a strong argument that he was snubbed last year. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I think Snell or Snell, sorry, I think Sale is 
one of the five best pitchers in the American League easily. So uh, he pitches for a good team, a World Series contender. So I think he's he's gonna, I think he'll win the award this year. Um, and I think guys like Snell and Cole and Verlander and uh, uh, now I'm blanking on his name. Bauer and uh, Kluber and Carrasco. I think they'll all be in it too. So, but yeah. uh, I'll go Chris Sale. Cool. Um, yeah. National League wise, National League is a bit harder. Um, one dark horse that I actually like is Alex Wood. Um, mm. I, I'm really high on Alex Wood. I always have been. Um, I think he's kind of been overshadowed by that by the Dodger rotation, and now he's kind of. Uh, the lead dog in, in Cincinnati, even though Luis Castillo is going to be the uh, the opening day starter there. Uh, but yeah, I really I really like Alex Wood. I think he has a uh, has a lot of potential. Uh, I'm not going to take him though. I'm going to take um, someone that you're very high on. Don't you and this do is, it? And this is a and this is don't. a name that some people don't know. Ty, I'm gonna, I, swear, I swear to God. I was just going to ask you real quick. Does he play for St. Louis? Yes. You son of a... <laughs> yeah, Jack Flaherty is going to be the uh, Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, Jack, 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 Jack Flaherty was my pick, yeah. Yeah. Um, in unrelated news, we are now looking for a new co-side expert to run the website. <laughs> um, unilaterally decided that. But no, uh, yeah, I, I'm really high on Jack Flaherty. I targeted him in every single... Uh, fantasy league that I uh, I play in, I got him in one. So apparently I wasn't too I wasn't the highest on him, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I really like Flaherty. Um, it's got a little Max Scherzer to him, honestly. So yeah, yeah, I, I think that I think the sky's the limit for Jack Flaherty. I just uh, I was really impressed with what I what I've seen so far, and um, man, yeah, that that the Cardinals are going to be uh, pretty good this year. Cardinals are going to be really strong this year, I think. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's the Cardinals, so you would always expect them to be pretty good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they've added, uh, they added uh, Goldschmidt. Um, they added somebody, Andrew Miller. Uh, yep. Yep. Flaherty's going to take the next step. So yeah, I, I think that's a good, uh, good pick. I would still uh, pick the Brewers, but uh, we're not, we're not there yet. Uh, yeah. Or are we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, we got we got rookie of the year and manager of the year. Oh, okay. oh manager, yeah. I forgot managers of the year. Okay, uh, yeah. rookie of the year in the American League. Um, I'm gonna be boring. I'm gonna take Eloy Jimenez. Um, yeah. I mean, I I believe he's actually gonna start opening day with them now that he's signed that contract. Um, His defense so. got a lot better in that 24 hours before he signed that contract. Man, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's funny how those things work. Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, he's he's a monster. I'm sure he's going to kill it at the major league level. Um, yep. So yeah, I'm taking him. It seems like everybody's. They're either going to take Eloy or they're going to take Vlad. Yeah. I'm taking but Justice Sheffield. Problem. I'm all in on Justice <laughs> Sheffield. Boom. Wow. American League. Now, in all seriousness, I will. I will actually take. Uh, I'm going to take Eloy too. I really like his bat. Yeah, I think, you know, the thing with Vlad, though, is I don't know when Vlad's actually going to come up. Right. Because uh, there is some talk that he uh, it might not be after the uh, the 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 cutoff date. 
Um, so he he might not show up until June, July ish. And at that point, I feel like you even if you're incredible, you can't make enough of an impact to um, to enter that conversation. If you know someone like Eloy Jimenez has been doing the has been putting up similar numbers for three months prior, right. something like that. So that's kind of where I stand on that. Obviously, if Vlad starts out, um, you know, if Vlad comes up, you know, at the end of April or or beginning of May or something like that, that's probably who I pick. But there's just so much um, mystery with that that I just I don't feel comfortable in picking him. Sure, I get that. So, so uh, National League Rookie of the Year. That one's really tough. There are quite a few names that I like. Um, <sighs> Man, wow. That's uh I'm gonna go with Nick Senzel. Uh however, you know, I really want to pick Fernando Tatis, but again, it's kind of like the Vlad situation. I just don't know when he's gonna get called up. You know, right. uh Tatis hasn't played above double A, so you don't know how long they're going to determine that he needs a triple A. Um Yeah, uh, but I'm uh yeah, I'm gonna go with Nixon Zell. I think I think he's um, he's got the tools to to uh, be a, you know, obviously they're transitioning him to center field, but I think he has uh, has the tools to to transition there nicely, and his bat is fantastic. So obviously he's got injury concerns, and he did injure his ankle last night, I believe, in a minor league game. Yeah. Um, so you got to keep an eye on that. But um, if he's back healthy, I think that's I think that's the guy. Nice. Uh, I think I'm going to take. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take uh, Chris Paddock of the uh, San Diego Padres. Uh, yeah, had a really good spring training. He made the club last night. If you're watching the Mariners game, you got to see that happen uh, live. That was pretty cool. Um, and he, like I said, he's got good stuff. He throws strikes. Good spring training. Um, I don't think there's like an abundance of real candidates in the national league the way there is in the american league um and yeah i mean like last year was pretty much we all knew it was either acuna or soto uh this year it's it's kind of wide open so uh i think anybody can win it i think it's going to come down to health for the most part um like but like you mentioned tatis and senzel uh tatis in particular we don't know exactly when he's coming up uh, Sinzel, we'll have to see if he's healthier when he's healthy. Um, so I'll just go Paddock for now. Uh, it's kind of a safe pick. Another name is Peter Alonzo. Uh, yeah, the Mets. The Mets that's, yep. that's a that's another name that could you know slip through the cracks here. You know, a lot of a lot of people are looking at the Mets and thinking you know Cano and Lowry and 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 um, um, Nemo and, and Conforto and all those guys and obviously their pitching staff. But Peter Alonzo is going to be up with that team. And um, he's, he can he's hit. yeah, he's he, he can hit that ball pretty well. So, yep, I agree. Um, uh, so, uh, oh, by the way, uh, Nick Sinzel's out several weeks with his ankle injury. Just announced several weeks. All right. Yeah, so several. I'm picking I'm picking Peter Alonzo now. <laughs> okay. OK, that's fine. Um, yep. <laughs> so uh, American League Manager of the Year. Um, you know, typically this award, it goes to whoever's made the biggest jump or, you know, whatever. Um, I'm going to go with, I don't know, uh, geez. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Bomel just because, 
I uh, I like Bomel and the the A's are pretty good. It's just that pitching staff. I don't know how how that's going to go for them. But if they have another good year, I I, I would love to see uh, see it go to go to Bomel. Yeah, Melvin, very underrated manager, uh, even when he was in Seattle. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays. So yeah, I just I like him. Um, I think the I think the Rays will be pretty good. So I'll go with Kevin Cash. Yeah. All right. Uh, National League. National League. That's um, that's going to be another one, uh, another tough one. But I really like Gabe Kapler. Mm, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 a cool guy, and uh, the he Phillies are going to be the only one. And the Phillies are uh, they're going to be, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. They'll yeah. be good. Yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna be pretty pretty darn good. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, we we get too excited about these teams that win the off season, quote unquote. But that that yeah. team looks really good. <laughs> so. Yep. Um, I'm going to take. Uh, now I'm actually testing my knowledge of uh, National League managers. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take. See, I want to say Andy Green of the Padres, mm-hmm. but I've given the Padres too much love. Uh, you know, being our Vetter Cup uh, rivals, uh, like that's a real thing. Um, I'm going to take. You know, I'm going to take Joe Madden. Uh, I really like Madden, the manager, um, and I feel like. I don't know. I still think he's the best manager in baseball or top three. And I know that's not usually what the award goes to. Um, if it were, you know, Bill Belichick would have every coach of the year ever. Um, yeah. but it's not typically how it works in football or baseball for that matter. So, but I'm going to go Joe Madden. Um, I just, I think he's the best manager in the national league. Uh, do I think he'll win? Probably not because he's too established because that's a thing. Um, <laughs> But I, I think he's the best manager, so I'll give it to him. Yeah, another name uh, is uh, Mike Schilt, who's the the new manager of the Cardinals, and I'm really high on the Cardinals this year, so that could work out. But uh, but yeah, Gabe Kapler's gonna be the gonna be the pick for me. Right on. All right, so uh, let's go ahead. Let's talk about the playoffs. Uh, who's winning the American League West? Rapid fire. Who's winning the AL West? Astros. Uh, who's because... winning the Central? Uh, oh god that's a disgusting division <laughs> jesus uh obviously the indians are the only really respectable well actually the twins are pretty good uh you know what i'm gonna go with the twins Ooh, okay i'm gonna the, go uh, with the twins the indians yeah. are certainly banged up that's for sure yeah um and by the way did you see i maybe i didn't retweet it but somebody tweeted out like the projected opening day lineup for cleveland yeah. rough <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it looks looks pretty pretty uh pretty bad that that you know they lost uh they lost brantley you yep. know, and then uh, jose ramirez is hurt and lindor is hurt and uh yeah yeah man and it's amazing they, they what have... hap- it, it's amazing what happens when you take out your two mvp candidates out of the middle of the lineup yeah <laughs> things don't look too good yeah, and then you know they're talking about trading Kluber or Bauer or Carrasco to you know obviously the Padres have had discussions with them. I don't know about Cleveland. I really don't. That whole division is really gross. Right now, if the Mariners were in that division, I would pick the Mariners. 
Yeah, I don't think they're that far off from Cleveland, to be honest. Um, also, the whole idea that uh, their owner basically came out and said, yep, as soon as Lindor is free agent eligible, he's gone. Um, that should be of significant interest, interest to uh, Mariners fans, by the way. But anyways, we'll jump ahead to the uh, to the American League East. Who's winning that division? Uh, ooh, man, uh, there's three really good teams there. Obviously, yep. the I'm I'm picking the Red Sox. Um, again, just because the Red Sox are just that dominant, their their lineup is incredible. Their rotation is incredible. They can fix the bullpen uh, sure. midseason. Uh, obviously, they don't have a whole lot of trade chips to go get themselves, you know, an Edwin Diaz type yeah. of reliever. But they they have enough to to supplement uh, themselves. And <laughs> uh, well, so I'm I'm going with the Red Sox. All right, so uh, in the American League East or American League West, uh, I'm going to take Houston. Uh, in the Central, I'm still going to go with Cleveland because I have questions about the Twins' starting rotation. Um, but I think that I think that's a battle between those two teams. Maybe the White Sox sneak sneak up on some people, but again, the starting rotation—too many questions there. So I'll stick with Cleveland for now. But uh, yeah, I think Minnesota's a legit uh, legit candidate there. Um, and in the American League, American League East, I am actually taking the Tampa Bay Rays. Wow! Yeah, both, both the Red Sox and the Yankees. That is correct, Damn. sir. Damn man. So yeah, I, right. I think I think we're sleeping on the Rays. They won ninety games last year. Yeah. Uh, and but a lot better. of that is inflated for the reason that the Mariners had eighty nine wins. Right. But the rest of the American League's not like they got significantly better at all. That's true. That's and true the Mariners too. got worse on paper. <laughs> and that's I true. think the Mariners were six and one against the Rays. So uh, that's also true. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Rays. All right. So uh, who, who's the uh, wild card teams? Um, man, it's really between three teams. I know I picked Bowmel as my uh, manager of the year, but I'm going to say the A's just missed the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with uh, the Rays and the Yankees. Um, I, yeah, like you said, the Rays are 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 really good. The Yankees, of course, are really good. Um, I just I don't know if either one is going to be better than the than the Red Sox. We'll see. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, the 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 that that'll be a fun game. Yankees Rays for uh, for a playoff spot. And I am similar to your line of thinking, and I think the uh, the playoff play in game for the wild card spot is actually going to be the Red Sox versus the Yankees. Um, so I've got three American league East teams making the playoffs. So do you, um, I mean, honestly, it feels like it's really those five teams are in a tier by themselves. Uh, maybe actually I would put Oakland ahead of Cleveland. So I would say it's those five teams and then Cleveland steals a spot or Minnesota just because, you know, they're, they're in that dumpster fire. Um, yeah. There's kind of like seven teams, I look at. I think the Blue Jays are going to be competitive. The Mariners will be competitive. Um, Those are both about five hundred teams, though. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, just kind of going down the list. The the Rangers might be like a five hundred team if things go well for them. Um, They just sometimes that just happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not not a bad team. They have the great Nomar Mazar after all. So yeah. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, yeah, that's never going away. By the way. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, no, I but I mean just kind of going down the American like I think we can say like without much hesitation that Baltimore, Detroit, and Kansas City are gonna be bad. Um yeah. I 
think the next grouping I would put there, I think I would put, I think I would put Texas. Um, did I put Baltimore in the bad group? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just want to make sure I didn't miss them. Yeah, I think I would put like Texas, Toronto, Minnesota, Chicago, Seattle kind of in one group. And then the rest is – and then Cleveland is just above the, that big group. And then the rest is like way above everybody else. So, right. Um, yeah, so that, that American League is not too tough to figure out, uh, at least on paper. The National League, however, is. So who's – let's start with the uh, the NL West. Who's going to win the West? That's a really tough one. Um, I'm going to say the Dodgers, um, just to be boring, really. Uh, I, you know, I really like the Rockies, and I think the the Padres are going to be very competitive this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, obviously the the Diamondbacks have have fallen off a bit, and um, the Giants don't look very competitive. So. Um, yeah, I think it's really those three teams, uh, but I think the Dodgers will will outlast the the other two. Yeah, I, I am going to take the Dodgers as well. Uh, National League Central. This is a Ooh. tough one right here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is this is a really good division. Let's let's um, save this one for the end. Actually, let's jump to the East. Yeah, um, this is a really good division too. Uh, man, I'm going to go with uh, the Phillies. Um, like I said, you know, obviously I don't want to get trapped into the whole, you know, they won the off season thing, but man, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good looking team. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's ways that they could still get better if they want to get, you know, uh, Dallas Keuchel, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Craig Kimbrell. Yeah. Or, yeah, but whatever. Well, actually maybe don't do that. Cause I have David Robertson on my team. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so they look really good. I uh, I'm I'm full on board with the uh, with the Phillies this year. Um, I think I'm going to take the Braves. I really like the Braves. Uh, I like how they built yeah. uh, Josh Donaldson. I think could be the actual like steal of the off season, even though they uh-huh. had to give him twenty million dollars. Uh, I think he's a difference maker if he's healthy. So I'm going to go with the Braves uh, in a very competitive division. Um, legitimately. You know, I see three teams that have a real shot. Uh, the Mets, I'm not quite buying the Mets 100% just because I'm hesitant about these teams that get built over one offseason. Uh, but they certainly have talent. So, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they if they won that division um, or at least challenged for it. It's pretty much everybody but the uh, Marlins. So, um, yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Braves. I like the Braves. So, yeah, let's bounce back to the Central. Um who you got? Ooh, man. Jeez. Uh, I I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Honestly, I I love the Brewers. I think they're great. You know, we we also have like a really good relationship with uh, reviewing the Brew, the That's Brewers right. fan sided site. Uh, we kind of have like a, an alliance with them. But uh, I, I, I'm gonna have to betray them today. I really, I really like the Cardinals this year. I like the team that they're building over there. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals by, by a very, very slight edge. Shame on you. Uh, <laughs> I just, just remember when you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. <laughs> so I will stay true to the Alliance, and I'm gonna take the Milwaukee Brewers to win the division again. Uh, so we got your back. Not that they're going to listen to this. I mean, 
if you are guys, hi. Uh, but also, <laughs> but also I'll say why, like, really? why? Yeah. Uh, I but why. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Brewers, but yeah, that division is, uh, certainly wide open. Um, yeah. I think obviously the big three Cincinnati got better. Um, I, I don't think they're good enough though. And, uh, Pittsburgh, um, well, they're Pittsburgh, so um, <laughs> not that they're a bad team, but uh, they're just if the Pittsburgh was in the American League Central, I might take them to win that division. Um, they're in the National League Central. I think they probably finish in last place. So yep. <laughs> uh, that just kind of goes to show you how uh, stacked the National League is. Now, this is, might be even more interesting than the uh, the actual Central. Who's going to be the wild card teams? Um, well, I'm going to go with your two division winners. I didn't pick. I'm going to go with Braves and Brewers. Mm. Yeah. Braves and Brews. Um, so I'm going to take. See, this is because I think Colorado is an interesting team. I think uh, obviously St. Louis and Chicago, uh, the Nationals, the Phillies. Um, it's there's a lot to think about. Uh, I'm going to take the Cubs um, to be one of them. And then. See now, to me, it's between the Nationals, the Phillies, and the uh, and the Cardinals. So, right, man, that is that is tough. Those are some good teams right there. Um, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Nationals, just because I really like that starting staff. Uh, they lost Bryce Harper, yes. Um, but I just I don't know, man. I I could. There's legitimately going to be like six teams battling for those two spots, yeah. and it's going to be really fun to watch. I'm hoping that there is a six way tie for the one of, for those wild card spots. That would be the <laughs> dream right there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 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 a tough one. Um, so let's go ahead. Let's pick a uh, American League champion. Ah oh, man. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with Boston again. I think they're just too strong right now. I'm going to go with Houston, I think. Really? So, wow. Yeah, I, I like their I like their rotation. Bullpen's pretty good. The lineup. I don't know. I just I have this like weird feeling that Boston might actually miss the playoffs. Um mm. I feel like they're one like big injury away from being a uh I, I don't know, man. I just, I'm, I am nervous about the bullpen. Uh, I'm not quite ready to bounce back into bed, so to speak, with David Price, um, who was pretty mediocre the year before, and he was pretty good last year. I also right. have questions about, you know, Rick Porcello and Nathan Avaldi. Porcello is a good pitcher, but I mean, eh. and I, I don't know. I think Avaldi's going to be good, but, eh. I mean, I just I'd like to see it a little bit more. Um, but I don't know. I think I'm going to pick Houston. Um, I don't know, just because. How about that? All right. <laughs> so uh, National League. <clears throat> wow. This is even harder than everything else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh. Man. Um, I'm going to say it's not the Dodgers. I'm just like I'm kind of looking at the right. teams that I picked. I'm gonna say that the uh, even though that I didn't pick them to win their division, I'm gonna go with the Brewers. 
That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Keep the alliance. <laughs> Keep the alliance. Strong. Keep the alliance. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm also going to go with the Brewers, actually. I just I think they're deeper than a lot of other teams. The bullpen's really good. Uh, they have enough in the farm system that they can go out and get themselves a starting pitcher, which I think they'll need. Um, yeah. But, again, the outfield is still stacked. Uh, it's just a, it's a good, young, solid group. I just think they're deeper, and they have a lot of different ways to beat you. So I'm going to take the Brewers. So I have Houston versus Milwaukee, an old National League Central matchup. Uh, you have Boston versus Milwaukee, um, who I was. I think that's an old American League East matchup. No, Milwaukee was in the West when they were in the American League. I don't know, whatever. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so uh, you have Boston versus Milwaukee. Who wins the World Series and in how many games? Uh, I'm gonna take the Brewers and I'm gonna go six. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I will one-up you by taking the Brewers in four. That's right. The Brewers sweep wow. aside the Houston Astros because I stay true to my Alliance members, which is why I would be one of the first people out on Big Brother, which would make me so sad. Uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even apply for apply for Survivor because just, just no. Um, so we both have the Brewers winning the World Series, which is funny enough. Um and do you have any uh, final predictions uh, before we wrap this up? Anything you want to put on the record? Last chance. Hold on, my my microphone has connected. <laughs> Hold on, we got we got we got pro- we got audio problems over here. Okay, all right, we're, we're good. Me. We're good again. All right. Uh, it, well, it it turned your mic all weird in my headphones. Oh, okay. Anyway, final predictions. Hmm. Uh, Last chance to put it on the record. Yeah, there's there isn't really anything that that jumps out to me right now. What about you? Um. No, I I don't think. I think we've pretty much covered everything. I made a few predictions that might be construed as bold. Uh. Yeah, I don't think I have anything to add. I think I'm pretty happy with where things ended up um you know i i'm totally prepared for a team that we had not making the playoffs and win the world series um probably from the national league uh so uh i I don't know man it's uh yeah i don't i think i think i'm good i think i got everything i need to put out there uh it's it's being recorded hopefully uh so (laughs) Uh, I, yeah. I think I'm good, man. I think I'm going to stick with what I what I got. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this ends a about uh, I don't know, uh, two hour, a little bit long, uh, two and a half hour bulk recording session for us. Um, but uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, opening day is tomorrow, as you're listening to this, uh, and I just I just can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Baseball is back. And it's spring. The sun is out, at least here where I live. And it's just, it's going to be awesome. So uh, from all of us here at SotoMojo.com, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you join uh, or make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at SotoMojoFS. Uh, you can also uh, read our work at SotoMojo.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching SotoMojo. Uh, leave a comment uh, and a review on the podcast. It would help us out a lot, guys. Uh, and just let us know if there's anything you want us to do differently or 
anything like that, we're open to suggestions. Uh, any new uh, series you want us to try or any new platforms or anything like that, uh, we're, we're open to it and try to grow uh, our community here. So thank you guys so much for listening to Soda Mojo Podcast. This is uh, Colby Patnode signing off, and I will see you in another life. Peace. Peace.